I'm so glad that you're here. You are listening to What the Fuck Did She Just Say? with your host, that's me, Sandra Priestley. I'm all about living our best life and finding our zone of brilliance and then removing the resistance so that we can go all in. I say random crazy shit, which is why I called this podcast the way that I did, and I really hate long, drawn-out intros, so let's fucking go. Welcome back to another episode of What the Fuck Did She Just Say? This is going to be your holiday edition. Now, you probably know this about me, but I love Christmas vacation. I love... (laughs) I love the movie so much and I watch it numerous times and I have since it came out like way, way back there in the eighties. And so one of the things is that at the very beginning, you know, Clark is outside and he is deciding that he's, he's going to decorate this house and it's going to be going to be absolutely crazy with Christmas decorations. And he kind of jokes about how he's going to be out there for the holiday season. So he doesn't want to be in the shit show of a house with all the relatives. Alan is saying it's Christmas and we're all in misery and we don't want that for you. Okay. And so we can do our best to try to create this Christmas that you really love, you know, how like Clark really loves Christmas and he wants to have this amazing Christmas, but it ends up being a little bit chaotic. We don't want that. We want you to have your perfect Christmas. So I have a list of six things that I think will make a big, huge difference for you in creating the Christmas that you want. So the first things first, I want you to set your intention. What do you want Christmas to feel like? What is the vibe? What is what is it that you really want to how do you want to spend your Christmas? How do you want your your Christmas holidays to go? Do you want them to be elegant or do you want them to be casual? Do you want them to be relaxing? Do you want them to be fun and full of laughter and energy? What kind of intention do you have? What do you intend for your Christmas vacation to be like. And then what I want you to do is once you've decided what it is that you want it to feel like, I want you to choose all of your decisions, all of the things that you're going to decide on, what you're going to eat, what you're going to serve, music that you might play, what's on in the background. Um, Are you going to play games? All of those things they're going to go in that filter. When I do branding strategy or branding filters, this is what we do. We set an intention. Well, it's a little bit complex more than this, but we set an intention for what we want. And then all of the decisions go through that. Okay. So first things first, you're going to decide, you're going to set your intention of what you want for that Christmas. Then I want you to think in terms of what you think, what you say, and how you act. Are they in alignment with the intention that you set for how you want your Christmas to be? What I can tell you is that I have seen 
so many people say, I want to have this beautiful Christmas and I just, I want it to be so much fun. And then they go to the grocery store and they're complaining about how much, how expensive groceries are and how everything has gone to shit. I was talking to a woman the other day and she describes the week before and the week after Christmas as hell week. And she said in her profession, this is what it's known as. And they all talk about it and they all know it's going to be terrible. And then sure as shit, guess what? It starts out and her week has been terrible. That's because her intention, what she believed, her belief was that it was going to be hell. Our minds seek to show that we're right. So if I say every single week before and after Christmas, they're hell week, and I'm, I am going to prove myself right. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to pick apart absolutely everything. I'm going to manifest terrible. And I'm going to look for all of the things that justify that I'm right. But what if I set my intention that it was going to be amazing? What if I set my intention that it was going to be so cozy and so fun and we were just going to sit in our jammies all day long? This is my favorite Christmas, you know? Um, What if I set my intention that it was going to be the best Christmas ever? Now, if I set my intention that it's going to be the best Christmas ever, and it might be elegant or it might be relaxing or it might be fun, whatever my best Christmas is, if I set my intention for that and I make sure that what I think, what I say and how I act is all in alignment with the best Christmas ever, I'm going to then prove myself right. And I'm going to pay attention and I'm going to notice all of the things that make it the best Christmas ever. That's how you make it the best Christmas ever. So intentions are huge, but follow through is huge. Do not allow yourself to go there. If you catch yourself out at the grocery store in a conversation where someone's pissed off at something, or you catch yourself falling back into that trap, it's not too late to take a deep breath and pause and shift gears. I say things that I I catch myself, even just words, and I'll catch myself in mid-sentence and I will correct myself. And I think it's important that we do that because what we say, we attract, right? What we think about, we bring about. So we want to set that intention of best Christmas ever. I also want you to, number two is clear your space. You want to declutter for sure, especially in the kitchen. If you can take as much stuff off of your counter that you're not using as possible. You do not need a whole bunch of cookbooks if you're not going to use them for Christmas meal. You don't need your toaster out that you've lived that you've left there for breakfast if it is now dinner time. You can clear off your dish tray and all of the things that you do not. You don't need bills out sitting in a, you know, sitting in a pile on your Christmas counter, you want, or on your kitchen counter, you want to take as much off as possible. Because remember, if you have people over, you're cooking a big meal, you're adding people in. 
So you want to remove as much as you possibly can um, off of your kitchen counter so that when you're working, you're working and you're feeling like you're not overwhelmed. Clutter is overwhelmed energy. So you want to clear your space, declutter it, especially the kitchen, clear your space physically. One of the things I also like to do um, and, or recommend is to clear out your entrance. If you have an entrance closet, a lot of times we have that closet is perfect. Like it's completely full of shoes and like, cause we live here, right? If you can clear out, um, clear out the front closet with your coats or your shoes, go and put them into a, onto a spare bed or into a spare closet so that you have room for your guests. Your guests will feel more welcome. And you also, they won't be tripping over someone else's shoes and neither will you. No one needs a broken bone for Christmas because they've tripped over a pair of shoes. So clearing that out, but it, it, it allows for this vibe of like, you want them to be in your space, okay? So once you've cleared your space physically and, and take out all your garbages and things like that, once you've cleared your space physically, clear it energetically. A lot of times, um, like our space holds energies. It holds arguments. It holds nervousness. It holds anxiety. It holds all of it. So you want to clear that out regularly. You might want to use Palo Santo or sage, like just burning Palo Santo or sage or sweet grass. You can also burn rosemary. Um, it's very powerful too. You can spritz a sage spray if you don't like the smoke part of um, of the burning of, of the whatever you're choosing to use. Um, you can also use salt. So salt is just a crystal. And remember, crystals really work to pull in the negative energy. So salt is a really good way to do that. You can just put it in the four corners of like in a, in a little dish or even actually I've had um, clients of mine just sprinkle salt around the edges of their home and then they just vacuum it up 48 hours later. But you can just put a little dishes of salt in all four corners of your house and after 48 hours or up to 48 hours, you can leave them there and then take the dishes, go and run some water underneath so that it dissolves, the salt dissolves in the water and just let it run down the drain and let all of that negative energy that the salt has picked up go down the drain. So that's very powerful too. One of the things that I love to do after you've cleared the space is I love to add in grounding scents. So one of the things you could do is just do a simmer pot. If you have room in your kitchen or on your counter, on your stove, um, just a little pot of water that has some sliced oranges, some cinnamon sticks, and some fresh cloves. You can add in star anise if you want. You can add in some vanilla if you want. Just kind of mix it up. But I really, really like the sliced oranges and cloves and cinnamon. That's my favorite. It adds the most amazing. Oh, and I also add in rosemary sprigs. I'm into rosemary clearly lately. Um, you can also add in like pine needles um, or you can add in like spruce boughs. So whatever it is that you kind of just throw in and I love the citrus 
with the warm smell or the warm um, sense of the spices and then also the grounding element of the trees. Speaking of grounding, you can also diffuse essential oils. I love the tree scents because they're always very grounding. So whether it's balsam fir or pine or whatever essential oils you happen to have, um, but those ones feel very, very Ah, relaxing and grounding to me. So those would be my personal favorite, but go with what you really, what feels good to you. Um, Number five is I want you to have a safe space for yourself. I think too often we worry about making sure that the space that we're going to be entertaining in is clear and clean and, and inviting. Um, but we don't necessarily think about the private spaces and we need those. We need our bedrooms to feel safe and relaxing and grounding. So you need a place to go. Even if it just happens to be, it gets too loud in your space and you just need a moment. Go into your bedroom, make sure that your bedroom is nice and tidy and you could even have some little twink, twinkle lights in there if you want, or turn turn your um, side lamps on and just take a deep breath and take those moments for yourself if you need them. Our bedrooms, we need to really regenerate when we sleep, right? So we want to make sure that it feels relaxing to us so that we've got a space to go in the middle of the chaos or... We've got a space to go and just regenerate after everyone is gone. And number six, again, I want you to remember that what you say, what you think, and how you act should be in alignment all the time with the intention that you said at the beginning of this. Always, always, always paying attention to what you're saying and what you're thinking, especially awareness is key. I spoke to someone just last week where she was talking about in her profession, they kind of joke about the week before and after Christmas being awful and, um, you know, that everything sort of always falls apart. And so they're the busiest in those two weeks around Christmas And my thought was, what an awful thing to put out into the universe. Because if you're saying that it's going to be hellish, guess what? Your mind is going to prove that right. So we want to set the intention that it's going to be the best Christmas ever. And then we're going to be able to see all of the blessings and all of the things that we're grateful for and all of the ways in which it is the best Christmas ever. As I'm speaking about this, number seven is journaling. Sometimes all we need to do is sit back and we need to write out all of the things that we're grateful for at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day. And if everything goes to shit, you can use a journal prompt to sort of write it all out. And then as soon as you write out all of the awful things that happen, I want you to say, I release this all now universe, God, Lord, whatever you, you know, some higher power that you, um, that feels like it resonates with you. So you write out all of the negative stuff and then say, I release this all now 
universe, Lord, what would you have me do? And then just see what, what comes out of the pen after that. To pretend that we don't have any frustrations or negative thoughts doesn't really matter. Like I said last week, it's like lipstick on a pig. You know, (laughs) what you want to do is just acknowledge that sometimes things don't go exactly the way that you planned. Sometimes you have, you know, black icing smushed on your walls and it's all going to be okay. So write it out and release it so that you're not carrying it around with you for the next three days. I release this all now. Lord, what will you have me do? Those are my seven tips for you so that you can have the happiest Christmas ever. And we were going to see you next week in our next episode. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've had some laughs, maybe some ideas, and that you've been inspired to take some type of action toward the life you've always dreamed of. If you feel so called, I would love it if you would share with your besties and leave a review down below. I look forward to bringing you along on this journey and I will see you in the next episode.